Right. <sighs> Co challenge for you, Fitz Studio. Okay, talking about diet strategies. Now, um, I always start with reasons why hyper why we're doing these lives, etc. And um I I it's a cliche and I will take it as a cliche, right? That uh, we often start things in the new year. Hence, look, I know, I mean, I've been doing this for a while and I know it happens. And actually, out of experience, people usually start things now in February rather than January. Uh, and I'll get onto that more in a minute as well. However, we, there's a tendency for, for people to start health and fitness in the new year. Like, I, I don't know where it started. I don't know if there's somebody somewhere in the history of stuff and time just decided that January was the time that everybody wanted to lose weight. I'm sure it's before like food got as crazy it was as well. Uh, however, that's what happens, and often it's it's not really ever going back to uh, moderated eating or anything like that. It's about trying something new and something different. And and I will I'm going to be talking about it in a bit actually, but there's 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 often a lot that happens right in January. To change our our food choices, etc. So some of them, um, some of them we go through today. That there's a couple I've already talked about. There's a couple that I'm going to do lives on later. And <laughs> some of this, I'm sure people want to comment on. Uh, however, I'm just going to go through some of the key ones. I'm going to talk about some differences. I'm going to turn my sound off on my. No messages for me. She says there it goes. Um, we interrupted her in this, did we? So nobody messaged me on Facebook, please. Um, <laughs> and I'm just going to go over some of the stuff that, that I tend to find works and why it works, okay? So, let's go over some of these, because I'm going to touch briefly on them, I don't want to go too much. So, keto. Here we go, keto. Keto, what is it? <laughs> it's my idea of living hell, personally. So, keto approach to diet, or being ketosis, however you want to say it, um, is essentially not eating any carbs. I'm only laughing moderate protein and high fat okay so you're managing your food by essentially not eating any carbs which theoretically and i did a live on this theoretically it works because uh, most of us choose carbs that are cake based guilty or cake and biscuit based guilty or ice cream i could keep going like this or chocolate based right so um essentially the keto approach whilst if you speak to anyone doing keto they will swear blind they've not had carbs for uh, about you know, four months, they've probably had a biscuit or chocolate at some point, they just see potatoes and pasta as carbs and that's what they've taken out. And I talked about this as well, they literally get a lot of water loss before anything else. Um, and that, what does it create? It creates a calorie deficit, which is, you know, it's what it needs to do in the label, right? Now here's this one. This is a relatively new one. <laughs> However, mm, interestingly, I've got, I have different thoughts on this. I will, of course, share. Flexible diet. Have you heard of this one? The flexible diet. Now, when I first heard it, I thought, does that mean that some days you do it and some days you don't? So, well, that's quite flexible. No, what it means is you fit your food around a calorie goal. So essentially, if I was looking at calories for myself and said, right, I am going to be having, if this was correct, right? Just, just pretend we know this is correct. Oh, 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 like 1,300 calories a day to lose weight. Essentially, as long as I eat within that calorie boundary, I'm going to say, 
calorie boundary, as long as I eat within calorie boundary, I'm winning, right? That's my main goal of being flexible with my diet. I love that term, flexible. My thoughts on this. Actually, you might be surprised to hear, I'm not poo-pooing it, I'm not poo-pooing it, I'm not poo-pooing it because there, I can understand the theory behind it and actually what is it trying to do, what does it do? creates a calorie deficit, so yes, it works. I mean, um, I think it's only unsuccessful when people are probably eating donuts up to that amount of calories, as much as I'd admire that, and probably haven't been to the toilet for a few days and might have bad skin and hair, etc. Then theoretically, if someone's approaching it in the right way, then yeah, or the right or wrong way, approaching it with some kind of level of like nutrition in it and, and not always a thousand calories of stuff. <laughs> monitor myself um then yeah okay but it's still right again we'll do the same as uh keto creates a, a calorie deficit payload before i get into this one of the things i love i love i know i love i just it just makes me smile because i explain what payload is first <laughs> okay foods that piggy could be gained by hunting and gathering in the past i mean past is very non-descriptive by the way whoever created this it's very non-descriptive um, and why I smiled is that, that a supermarket which I shop at has at the till it always has Palo Bar. And it makes me smile because I just think of that definition and think, I don't think hunters have been gathered Palo Bars with spears. I always have the same thought process. I'm there on the conveyor belt and I'm looking at it going, and it's chocolate flavour. Did they have time to do that in Paleolithic times? Anywho, I mean, theoretically, if we get into it, it's principally looking at whole foods, which I've talked about before. So looking at more whole food approach to your main diet or how you composite your meals, which actually is more nutritionally dense, less calorie dense in, you know, most circumstances. So what does that create? <gasps> you guessed it, a calorie deficit. So actually, I'm not opposed to that as a strategy to, to looking at your diet. Okay, next. <laughs> Personal favourite. And also, if you've not been out anywhere or seen anything on social media, is veganery. I also think that's the most awkward thing to say. Veganuary. I think I don't say it like that for a bit, right? Uh, for those of you who do or don't, oh, look, this is that first diet. Look, this is my lunch. A vegan bowl, right? Oh, just left it. I had to leave it here to look at the calories, right? It was very nice. By the way, Audi's upped their game on the vegan front. Um, sidebar. However, uh, so plant-based, no animal products. Um, now, theoretically, this is, okay, but you, this is a debatable one with strategies. Okay, this might be on, on topic point at the moment. Um, like pros and cons. Uh, from my experience of working with vegan clients and also moving into more vegan or plant-based diet, shall we say. Um, observations over the years, and I've said this before, uh, vegan food's getting real, like, processed. So there's a lot of processed foods, there's a lot of uh, matching of highly calorie, less nutritional dense, non-vegan food or dairy-based foods, um, like pieces, ice creams, uh, donuts, cookies, anything that, that, that basically, um, if about three years ago, which I did, one of my first clients was vegan three years ago. She's really struggled to eat a lot or anything. 
And uh, no, she didn't struggle with that towards the last couple of years at all. But I think it's pretty hard to avoid uh, really high calorie dense um, vegan food. So it's as a strategy for losing weight, it has its pros and cons like much of muchness. Um, and it's a really interesting thing to, to have it always in January because I think the perception is that to switch onto a vegan diet is an automatic um, way of losing weight. Now, that being said, uh, again, if the premise is, if the premise is you're removing dairy, then some non-dairy products are less calorie dense when it comes to things like milks and cheeses etc then theoretically there would be a calorie deficit um i think as a diet strategy though if you're adopting that strategy as a means of losing weight you may not necessarily be successful and i have plenty of clients over the years that have adopted it as a strategy in the thinking or thought process they will lose weight and are mystified slash frustrated when they have not because actually there's still the meal replacement of what would be dairy cookies for vegan cookies, it's still a cookie. And actually the, the difference in calories is these days less. So as a strategy, me, oh, this is controversial. I don't even have to say this because we're on a, watching of weight groups <gasps> as a strategy, which is, okay, so those who have done, <laughs> is that subtle enough? Uh, so a point system, which is very controlled, um, as a strategy, mm -hmm. creates a calorie deficit. I will say that creates a calorie deficit, which is fair news. Um, tends to create good or bad list of foods. I tend to meet a lot of people who have done it and then come back to it, then come off it, then go back to it, then come off it, then come back to it, then come off it, then done it for a bit, and then stop for a while, then to get the drift. So on and off. Um, so then we'll leave that one there. Because still creates a calorie deficit, right? So my, my last one I'm going to comment on before I get into the, the reality of what works. Um, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting as a strategy, right? Oh, I am going to do a whole live on this. Uh, I'm going to do that planning tonight, actually. Interestingly. Um different ways of approaching it as a strategy you may uh choose to do it as uh so many hours open of which to eat in so i can only eat with this in x amount of hours or um you may want to do it as a uh, a 24-hour fast or you may want to uh reduce the number of meals still fasting if you're not breaking fast or having breakfast it is still fasting if you want to get technical um <laughs> I've talked about this before as well, is, uh, it is a calorie deficit, right? It is a strategy that is successful to losing weight. Um, it is highly dependent on the individual's mindset, their environment and um, how they're approaching it and if they've got support to do it. So therefore, mm, on and off on that one, on and off. I'm not against it, I've done it. Success, some success, not success even for myself. So. I don't think it's, um, it's not one to rule out. Okay. Now, I said this before, I'm going to say, well, what's the best strategy towards diet? What's the best of all these? Hello, if you're going to pick one of these, which one would it be? Personally, I would probably, <gasps> emoji, I wish, I wish, uh, who's it? Layla comes and goes, ah, shock face. Personally, I'll explain why. Personally, I'll do all of these, right? And I'll explain why. 
and I probably have at some point actually thinking about it. Oh, not the watching of weight, not done that one. Um, <laughs> I believe that you can and are able to do all of them if those fit within a particular space in time. And by that mean, if um, for whatever reason you're more uh, uh, you're more pushed at work, for example, and you've got more workload on, are you more likely to adopt uh, fasting? Yes, because you're too busy um, and stressed to eat. Uh, if I am feeling bloated and or gone off some meats and fishes and spent a bit of a change, could I adopt some vegan elements into some meals during my week, if not all of it, to create a calorie deficit for my rigid eating? Yes. Um, if I wanted to move towards more whole foods uh, in my diet and eat less processed stuff, could I also label that payload? Yes, I could. Um, if I was looking to reduce the amount of carbs I'm having, because in reality I'm eating way more carbs than is probably okay for me to lose weight, could I also label that keto? Yes, I could. Now, flexible diet, yes, definitely, definitely could do that. If I say to myself, right, I'm, gonna, I'm only going to, I'm not going to go over X amount of calories today and that's it. Yes. Could I call that flexible dieting? Yeah, because I just have, right? The point I'm making is that all of these are feasible. All of these are about language and how you adopt it and how you use it. Sometimes it's easy to put a label on something to make something sound more complicated as a strategy or as an approach to... Um, losing weight than it really is because what I've just done there in the last few seconds is reword all of these into everything that most of us actually also do uh, or have tried at some point right tried being the operative word um, and why because none of these are sustainable really the most successful one if someone's going to ask me is the one that is most sustainable and it may be some of these, it may not. But the idea is that whatever is sustainable is a way of creating a calorie deficit that's sustainable over a longer period of time, right? Not that one of these is more successful because of how it's set up, because I've just re reworded all the language of all of them, and guess what? They're the same, more or less, right? The steps, right, that like I talked about yesterday, the recipe for the outcome of weight loss for the strategies of each of these is different, However, the outcome is the same, which is create a calorie deficit and lose weight, right? So the, the, the devil's in the details about how to approach it, and yet, essentially, the structure is the same. Now, what would be, then, if I was to say I'm going to pull all these in, what would be a journey for, for anyone looking to lose weight and what I think would be most successful? Uh -huh. Whatever these is uniquely correct for you at any given time in your life. On the back of what I've just said. So, if I'm looking at, which I talked about yesterday, a strategy rather than a tactic, I'm not looking for a quick win. Like, I'm just not going to eat today. That would be a tactic, right? I over it yesterday, I'm not going to eat today. Tactic. A strategy would be, I'm going to look forward over the next, mm, let's use the same as yesterday again, the next four weeks, and look at how my life is going to be, right? Am I going to be homeschooling kids and also looking after my own work? But have I still got to leave the house to go to work because I'm a key worker? Um, what are my hours of work looking like? How could I approach my food over this, this period of time that is most flexible to my unique needs rather than what is available to everybody else and what everybody else is doing, right? Again, so like yesterday, I talked about how strategies cannot be copied. So you cannot copy somebody else's strategy 
because they happen to be doing it. So in the same way, it's not really possible to say that veganery good is work for everybody because the somebody strategy in using it is going to be different to yours and their unique situation. Same as if I'm looking at my individual needs or a client's individual needs when it comes to their their requirements over protein, carbs and fats and fibres, all the flesh stuff because they macronutrients because it sounds more fleshy, um, then which of these are going to be more applicable? Which of these are going to be more successful to yourself that, that or, or me if I'm looking at a client and what I'm going to deduce? It's not, it's so specific that the strategy has to be unique to the individual for it to work. Um, <laughs> takes into account the environment, right? I talked about fasting as an environmental. You could apply that to anything that you're doing, right? You could apply it to any of the situations you find yourself in over the next four to ten weeks, let's say, right? Now, I could not give away how we do it, but I'd be giving away too much, right? Or how how we do it specifically. Because if you, you're a client and you're listening watching this, you'll know how we do it. We do it unique to the individual, except when clients talk to each other, they're always like, oh, you're doing that? Well, I'm doing this. How are you doing that? Oh, you're doing that. Because the coach will have a unique strategy for that individual. Now, take, for example, the, the challenge that starts on Monday, right? Put the I've, I've actually finally got a link and put it on the um, comments today on Facebook. Um, essentially, every individual will get an individual approach to their nutrition on that challenge right because we'll be looking at and understanding how each of those individuals how active they are through through asking prudent questions right from deducing from talking to them we'll be looking at how old they are no 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 ages in here but how old they are their body composition the height right where their starting point with their weight where they want to get to what's realistic in terms of nutrition what does that look like specifically for protein carbs and fats right so they have a unique experience, right? <laughs> and then they work out exactly what is maintainable because all we're going to do is say, okay, we're going to deploy this for a period of time and see how this works. But all of that still takes in the individual circumstances. Now, strategies, right? Strategies are meant to be for a long period of time. And that's why when somebody says I'm doing a diet strategy and it's it's keto or it's paleo or it's something else i kind of changed them a little bit so it's probably not going to be long term okay but we could use some elements of it and move forwards right so you can there's a bit of blend of everything for me so i'm i'm not as i said at the top i'm not poo-pooing anything because all of it does its job right all of it works all of it does its job the important thing is you find the thing that works for you as an individual right that all the elements need to be taken into account before you adopt a strategy that's uniquely yours that nobody else can copy from you as well, by the way. But it's more to do with the point that after we've all been doing this a team at UFIT for so long, we can pretty much ascertain what unique strategy a client needs at a different time all the way through their journey. It's just one of the great things that, that being part of a team allows us to do because we, we take each other's strengths and work together to find... And, and get that client the strategy that's going to work for them any any given time. Um, and one of the great things as well is there's so much education on the challenge as well that they always get other options, right? So it's all there, basically. Right. Oh, Jesus. Recap. Right. Diet strategies. I went through some. I went through some of the big hitters. I'm sure there's more out there. The flexible diet is still the one that I, I find the most interesting because it's just giving it a label, right? But most of the stuff, right, is giving it a label. All of it works. 
I actually said, I've pretty much done 90% of it, right, myself. And all have been successful because they are all successful because they all create a calorie deficit. What's important is not that it's the label, it's the steps that are in that actual strategy that works for the individual, right? That it takes into account uh, what is about you that is unique, that fits the requirements of any of this. What takes into account what your nutritional requirements are specifically. What takes into account your environment, your stress. Jesus, your stress, right? All of those things. So not one diet strategy is better than the other. It's about what works best for you, which is what we're great at. So if you want to find out what's best for you, hit up the link, can it? Come work with us, I'm going to tell you. Simples, right? So it's good to go by myself again. Oh, it's Thursday. I am back now, Monday. I'm back on Monday. So join me again on Monday. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday again next week for more of this stuff. And if you've got any questions or disagreements, like last time I spoke about a particular diet choice and I got a lot of feedback, which I enjoyed, um, please feel free. I'm happy to take it. Uh, in the meantime, have a fantastic evening.